Welcome friends, you are listening to Read with Laura Joy. I'm Laura Joy Lloyd, your host and author of the stories we read here. This is interactive, serialized fiction, where there's always more to the story and readers influence what happens next. Here on the podcast, we talk about the story behind the story. Today we'll be reading from the Wren Island series. This is part two, scene 22. When we last visited Wren Island, Amelia was playing around with ideas for videos on social media. Macy was worried Allison had left because she didn't like them anymore. Shasta hit the nail on the head when she said Allison probably just wanted a break. And Virgil was being an all-around helpful guy. Now, we'll catch up with Allison as she opens up the throttle of her bright yellow boat and embraces her big opportunity to be independent again, and we're going to see whales. We'll spend about four minutes reading. Afterwards, stick around to hear more about our incredible Pacific Northwest whales. Here we go. The Wren Island Series by Laura Joy Lloyd Part 2, Scene 22 Once she was clear of the no-wake zone, Allison opened up the throttle. Just a girl on her own now. Just a girl, her bright yellow boat, bright yellow vest, and bright yellow motorbike. Matchy-matchy. Woohoo! North of Reclamation and Wren, she steered toward a group of small islands. As she got closer, she slowed and checked her navigational maps. None of these islands were inhabited, at least not full-time, so this might be a nice place to drop anchor for a few days. As she rounded the north side of one island, she came upon a pod of orcas milling below a rocky cliff. She killed the motor and let the boat drift closer. The orcas, seven of them, emerged and submerged. With each breath, a puff of air burst from the water, nature's natural rhythm. In the water below, there'd be a song running wild and free. Allison pulled out her phone. No signal. Maybe no hydrophone around here either. She dropped her phone into one of the big front pockets of her vest, went to zip the pocket closed, but the zipper stuck. Oh well, as Aunt Macy would say, they don't make things like they used to. The orcas moved closer to shore. The boat drifted with them. Then she was in it, a hidden cove, sheltered by the land in a way that you had to be in the cove before you knew it existed. The orcas emerged again, arched their backs, and lifted their tails up from the water for a longer dive. In the silence, Allison took in the island's forested bank, rocky shore, sandy beach, and wood dock. Someone must spend time here, even if they didn't live here. The orcas emerged again, punctuating the cove with their rhythmic breaths. When the orcas moved on, Allison inched her boat up to the dock. First things first, check for sturdiness. Wouldn't want to wake up tomorrow morning and find out she'd tied up to a failing dock. She killed the motor, walked to the bow of the boat, and leaned over to peer at the pilings. The plop in the water was a fish jumping, but, oh no, not a fish. Her phone. There it went, sinking along the piling. Should she go in after it? The phone was totally out of sight now. She'd be down there in murky water, alongside who knows what else. A neglected crab pot, tangled fishing line caught, unable to surface, unable to breathe. No, going after the phone wasn't worth it. 
Wasn't that funny? Not long ago, she would have panicked at the idea of losing her cell phone because she couldn't afford to replace it. Now, she was hardly batting an eye. And it's not like she'd be out of communique, as Aunt Macy liked to say, because she could set up a Wi-Fi hotspot and send texts and emails from her laptop. Why hadn't she gotten a floating phone case like every other boater used? When she ordered herself a new phone, she'd order a floating case for it, and one each for the aunt's phones, too. She tied up and walked the length of the dock, sturdy enough, so this perfectly hidden cove would be home for the next few days. The island would be fun to explore, too, and, hey, look at that, a nice wide trail leading from the beach into the forest. We just read from the Wren Island series, Part 2, Scene 22. The waters here in the Pacific Northwest and British Columbia are home to three distinct species of orcas. Transient orcas, also called bigs orcas, travel in groups of two to six and often come quite close to land. Offshore orcas stay further out to sea. Usually we need a commercial-sized boat to see them. But the orcas most dear to my heart are the critically endangered southern resident orcas. Decreasing quantities of wild salmon, as well as increasing noise from shipping traffic, are suspected to be two factors affecting the decline of these amazing creatures. They're highly relational and live their entire lives in close-knit family units. If, like me, you're intrigued by orcas, click on the link in the show notes to learn more about southern resident orcas. So, Allison's found herself a lovely secluded spot, a place to be away on her own for a few days, but she's lost her cell phone, dropped it into the water at the dock, watched it disappear into the murky depths. Um, I guess she'll be okay without her phone? Thanks so much for joining me here on Read with Laura Joy. I'm Laura Joy Lloyd, your host and author of the stories we read here. To keep reading, subscribe to the podcast or click on my website in the show notes and subscribe to receive my emails. You'll be included in a bunch of fun stuff and you'll be right there with me in those special moments when real life inspires a story. This is interactive serialized fiction. There's always more to the story and readers influence what happens next. Thanks for reading with me.